Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. If they're in my office, I message them directly. I love love that. Listen, what on earth would make someone be vulgar about a kitchen? Hey, you need to listen to the Hustle Humbly podcast. I love it. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. It's episode number 98. Whoa. Whoa. Today, we're going to kick negativity to the curb. That sounds great. Doesn't that sound like a good idea? It does. We're super positive on the show, but there's a lot of negativity in the industry, so we're going to address it. And we had some requests for it to be addressed. Uh, Yes, more than one, and I'm going to share some of those messages as we go. But I thought we would cover... I'm like having this weird moment. Like I'm like it's I pushed record, but I feel like it's not recording. But it is recording. It is. Yes. Okay. You see it. I can see it. Okay. Moving on. We're gonna talk about all sorts of negativity. Okay. Public perception. Okay. So negative vibes about realtors. Realtors in Facebook groups or the realtor community being negative. Mm -hmm. Realtor to realtor negativity, like in your real life you know, interactions. Mm -hmm. And then um, from your sphere, as you start out, we got some of that, like people being negative about, like, don't be a realtor there, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Or like negative comments on your social media posts, or especially if you run an ad that's going out to the general public, Mm -hmm. a lot of negativity out there. Gotcha. We're going to deal with all of it. I didn't even realize how much there was. There's a lot. I know I, uh, YouTube can see, I made a whole lot of notes, like a lot, a lot. There's a lot of it. Okay, so the first one, um, Barb sent us a message that said, negative thoughts from the public about realtors and how you handle it. Hey, ladies, as I pursue my realtor education and am starting to tell people, so I'm not a secret agent, I've been surprised at some negative feedback. Things like, and she quotes, realtors are as bad as sleazy used car salesmen. (laughs) Also, don't use a realtor. They're awful overpriced. Uh, Negative comments from family and friends. I would love an episode on how to deal with the sometimes negative view people have of the profession. I'll keep on loving my people and time will prove them wrong. But as a three wing two, you feel this. Yep. I hate when people don't like me or approve. Yes. Thanks for educating (laughs) me. You ladies inspire. Okay, so let's help Barb. You know what's funny is sometimes when people ask me what I do, Mm -hmm. I feel like when I say I'm a realtor, I feel like I need to say... But like one, a real one. Right. I'm, like, I'm full time and I really work hard. Like I'm a professional. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm not just a licensee that doesn't do anything. Well, and it's hard because you do kind of feel embarrassed. I do sometimes. Because you assume that everyone has this negative opinion because I didn't print this up, but I think I read it was like in some recent studies, realtors have a 17 to 20% favorable rating when people ask, like when they ask the general public, how do you feel about a realtor, good or bad? Mm-hmm. It ain't good. 
And I feel like that's a big reason why I wanted to start the podcast. For sure. Because I was becoming very passionate just about the industry and the realtor brand. And I was serving at our local board level. But I just felt like it needed to be out to the masses well, that we right. need this to be treated as a profession. That's the that's the reason why I'm not trying to be hard on people who go part-time. But if you don't treat it like your full-time job and a profession and, and act professionally, then people just see you as like a dabbler. And then they're like, oh, re-, they don't, they just assume. What if the only realtors they ever knew were part-time? Right. What, you know, like that's how that perception is perpetuated. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, I agree with that. Um, I had some notes for Barb. Okay. I hear some things I thought she could say. So like, let me ask you, what would you say if, if you were, if, if you were in her situation and someone said, don't use a realtor, they're awful overpriced. Would you have like a, like a go-to? I don't know. I guess it's, I feel like every time this happens, you panic a little bit. Yes. Because you get self-conscious yes. and you get nervous. But it all goes back to knowing your value. Yeah. I usually go back to saying, oh, trust me, there's definitely good ones and bad ones. I work with all of them. Yeah. (laughs) And I let them know that I'm not going to sit here and fight you because I know know that there is some truth to it. Um, And just making sure that you hire the right one, you know? I think that's why it hurts because the public isn't wrong. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are really bad realtors out there. Yes. Like, Horrible ones. Really The ones that you don't want to work with. Um, I think that maybe her friends and family, she's talking about it from like, I'm just getting my license. And her friends and family are like, oh, no, what a Mm -hmm. terrible life choice. Mm -hmm. I think they're probably just worried about her. You know, like, oh, this is what people are going to think about you. Or or maybe they really think that's true. Mm -hmm. I think she could say, oh, I know you may be worried about me, but I'm not going to be that kind of agent. I'm taking my realtor education super seriously so that I can be a true professional from the very beginning. That's amazing. Do you like that? Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I mean, like, so just did like, you hey, write that? I did myself. I know you did. Just now. Yeah. Not just now, last night. But I mean, what, like, I know you're, wor- like, let's address why they're saying it. Right. Oh, I know you're worried about me. Or, oh, I know you may have, maybe, I know you've probably had a bad experience with a realtor, but I'm not going to be that kind of agent. Mm-hmm. Or even, hey, tell me why you don't like realtors so yes. I won't be that. Yes. So I think it's just like open communication. If people feel like they can say that to you, then you say something back. Right. And I like the approach because you don't have to get defensive. No. And I can agree and acknowledge and explain why you're going to be different. Well, and so Gary Vee has been saying a lot lately, don't convince, have conviction. Mm. So look, if these people have an opinion, it is not on you to change their opinion, but you have to know your value, right? right? So you have to be able to say, oh, well, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way or yeah, that's a common perception, but I'm not going to be that way. Or the I know the real estate industry is not the way because of X, Y, Z. Right. Just have a talking point. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought she could say, um, I'm looking forward to working hard to change that perception of agents. Yeah. Like I'm going to, I'm going to make a difference in the, in the industry. Yeah. Um, and here's my last one for Barb. I thought realtors were overpriced, too, until I started to learn everything they do. Now I wonder if they are underpaid. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, laugh it off. Yeah. Because if people want to be ugly to you, I mean, that's with all negativity. Mm-hmm. You just laugh it off. Right. Like, you cannot internalize that. You cannot let them have power over you. And you don't have to be defensive. You can just be like, oh, I don't feel the same. Move on. Right. Just, like, move it's on. Okay. It's going to be Okay. Why do you think the public feels this way? I think the turnover is so high Mm -hmm. and that people sometimes go towards 
just the person they know or the mm-hmm. family member without actually asking the right questions before hiring an agent. Fair. So then they're disappointed and like, well, that was pointless. When yeah. maybe if they would have interviewed and found out that Aunt Susie wasn't full-time and only worked one day a week or as needed, Right. then they would have gotten better service if they would have found someone that matched what they needed in a, they, in a realtor. They just assume all agents are created equally bad. Yes. <laughs> Not equally. So they're like, it doesn't matter who I pick. They're so we'll, all horrible. We'll use your friend of a friend. Uh, and that's and right now in our market, it's getting tough because of the... Because it's such a seller's market, sellers want to be like, well, I don't need... I don't need you. Right. they think the only thing you do is bring them a buyer. And they're like, well, buyers are easy to find. Mm -hmm. So you have to know, you have to be able to talk to what you're doing, contract to close. I saw something in a Facebook group last night, a realtor group that was like, my client has found an off-market property. It's a friend of mine. They want me to help with like the contract paperwork. What should I charge them for commission? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, the hardest part of my job is from contract to close. Right. It is not me helping you find a house. And right. that's why I don't care if my clients find their house on Zillow or Realtor.com or mm-hmm. a- another competing company's website. It doesn't matter. No. Finding the house is not, unless it's off-market and I've really done some digging, it's not where my value is. Right. So I thought that was um, interesting. I also found an Inman article from 2015 that's about why the public feels this way. And it said, "This is I quote, It's my belief that the industry has become saturated with a far greater amount of inferior or mediocre agents mm-hmm. than those who want to stand out and be the best they can be. So low barrier to entry means that there are a lot of agents and many of them don't care to be the best they can be. Mm-hmm. I mean, like professionalism, in my opinion, should be a non-negotiable. And I've said, too, because the turnover is so high, they get licensed, they come in, they do a few deals, they mess everything up, and then they leave. Right. And then we're here to pick up the pieces yeah, they leave and a, say, a trail of rubble that's behind That's not them. normally how it goes. I'm right. sorry this happened to you. Well, that's why I'm sort of protective of our audience, especially the newer or non not yet licensed. That's why we're teaching you all of this stuff. Yes. Like, this is not, you have to do these things the right way or you're going to ruin it for us mm-hmm. who are like, don't come in here for a year and get everyone all riled up that you work with it seems that so many want to jump into the money they want to make money they want they need money you know like they're broke we need money great this leads right into this one okay in a 2017 article from the huff post entitled y'all are gonna die this is what the article was called first of all don't go start googling about agents being problems because there's lots of articles this is what it's called why are there so many scumbags in real estate Oh, okay. Well, it's a lot. But this is what it said. One of the reasons was one-time relationships. And I quote, some professions like dentists or accountants have customer relationships that are like marriages. They're consistent and ongoing. And while they may not be passionate, they're reliable. Your relationship with your real estate agent, though, is much more like a one-night stand. Oh. A burst of intense activity, a moment of closure, and then you never see them again. That is crazy. People in professions with ongoing customer relationships have less of an incentive to behave well. So, like, without ongoing customer relationships, have less of an incentive to behave well. Um, And unless you're a real estate investor with deep pockets, you're unlikely to be a repeat customer. I disagree with that. So, an agent isn't automatically losing repeat business if they screw you over. Quote. That was the quote. If they screw you over. I'm like, holy moly. This is harsh. It's super harsh. And I feel like 
I mean, you see your dentist every six months or right. once a year at least, yeah. you know? And yeah. then with realtors, is people move every... Mm-hmm. I see people move three, four, five, six years. I know the average is like seven. I think it's seven, but I, honestly, it could be anywhere from three to ten. Yeah. Uh, consistently. Mm-hmm. I know. So you're... Re- especially because both of our businesses are built on repeat and referrals. So yeah. this thinking doesn't apply to us. But if you're coming in, one of the other parts of that article was that a lot of people who are looking to get rich quick, get into real estate, either as an investor or as an agent or both. Um, If you're just looking for quick cash and you don't, I mean, this does make sense. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'll just, I don't care how you feel about me because I only need to work with you for 30 days, 45 days, and then I'm done. Mm -hmm. And and you can't hurt hurt me anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't agree with that. No. Uh, but that's what happens in the market. Yes. And because they're rushing into money, they are bypassing the training and the education. Yes. And they don't even know what the listing agreement says no. or the purchase agreement says. They don't says. want to spend the time. No. Because if you're looking to get rich quick, quick is key there. They don't want to spend the time Mm-mm. to build relationships and create a sphere and do all of the things that take time. Right. It takes time. It, that's the other thing. It takes time to be good. Mm-hmm. The amount of time you put in for that ridiculous licensing course that doesn't tell you how to be a realtor. And then you're, you know, the education that you have to do after that, it's not really that much. There's a lot to, there's a lot of headache in our industry. I it's not say. worth the money to be, no, you know, dabbling, in my opinion. I to don't me, so there's either. better ways to make money right. <laughs> that are less demanding. Well, yeah. If you're not going to be But you only full-time. feel like it's demanding because you're providing high-level service. Yes. People who don't care about their clients and don't answer their phone and don't want to be available, they don't feel like it's demanding because they just don't do it. Right. They just aren't, mm. they aren't subject to the demands of their clients because they don't care. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Google said, <laughs> why are real, why are real estate agents so hated? Okay. Gosh, Katie, I didn't realize that this is so... <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. I mean, I knew there's haters out there, but... This is Google's response. Okay. Lack of transparency about potential buyers or tenants' feedback. They say what you want to hear rather than the truth. Promises about people on their database that want a property exactly like the one you want to sell or rent out, only for those people never to materialize. Isn't that funny? I have a friend that called me and she was trying to go for sale by owner. Right. She said, I have all these agents calling me, asking me if they can come by to preview the house for a buyer. Right. What do I say? I said, tell them to bring the buyer. Yeah. You come with the with buyer. With the buyer. If you show up alone, I'm not letting you in. Right. Yes. Yes. Because it's just a tactic. It is. And it's a commonly used tactic, enough so that Google's main response was that. That is why they're most You can't. But also, but I like this part that said, they say what you you want to hear rather than the truth. And that's so true in listings 100%. You are not a good agent. If you show up to a listing and you let your (laughs) seller set the price, you don't tell them about their ugly curtains, you don't give them any advice about how to prepare for market, you just say, yes, yes, I want the list. I'll do whatever you say. Right. Like they don't make the rules. And you know what? Sellers can see through that. Mm -hmm. And they much prefer when you're honest to when, yeah, you might not get the listing, right? But if you got the listing and they listen, then they really value you because you have an opinion. So I had a friend of mine, she's a realtor that used to live here and she moved away. Okay. So she sent me a referral. She said, hey, my friend needs to sell his house. He called me to see if I could sell it. I told him, you know, I'm not here. Call Alyssa. 
So I went on the appointment, and there was a few things I noticed that an inspector is going to flag this. Okay. Like, one of his AC vents was, like, totally black. And oh, God. Just a few little things. Okay. It really was not a bad house, but there was, like, three things that I that caught my eye like, you need pretty to do quickly. This. Okay. And I could tell he was kind of like, uh, okay, well, I don't, want I don't want to, you know. Well, he did some of them, and okay. then there was, like, one or two that he didn't do. Okay. Whatever. Guess what? The home inspector flagged the things you flagged told him. it. Flagged the things that he didn't do, and we had this. It became kind of a mess, and we got it fixed, and we got it resolved, and we closed. Well, she called me. My friend called me after closing and um, said that he called her and said, "Hey, I just want to thank you for referring Alyssa to us." Right. She really knew her stuff. She she told me about things that the inspector said was going to be a problem. Yeah. And guess what? They were. They were. <laughs> Even though I didn't listen. Even though I didn't listen. <laughs> but like she knew all those things. Like she was. She just understood. Right. And it made me feel good because I felt. I was feeling self-conscious that he was annoyed by me. Yeah. But in the end, he valued. Right. And that's the other thing. You can't let your client's negative reactions affect your... You know that was the right thing to do. Right. So just keep doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. No matter what the reaction is, just keep doing the right thing. And I think, too, it goes back a little bit to setting expectations. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a house on the market right now that's different. Okay, it's got... (laughs) I like if you could have seen her face. (laughs) Different. It's got some unique things about it that make it very personal to this couple that has lived there for 40 years. It's very specialized to them. Okay. And... In my email to them before we listed it where I broke down the net proceeds Mm. sheet and I said, you know, budget this much for buyer's closing cost and all of that. Well, we get an offer and um, they asked for closing costs and he was just like, it's a seller's market. Why am I, why would I pay closing costs in a seller's market? And I kind of had to say... It is a seller's market, but remember we talked about how your house is unique and right. we don't have a long line of people knocking on the door right. to buy. And that's why oh, these people asking us to the dance. Yes. And if you want to go to the dance, this is our opportunity. Yeah. And in the email below, I ex- I told <laughs> see you email, see below. email below, I explained that you need to be prepared right. to pay some closing yeah. costs. It's in the budget yeah. for it. Right. And he it really helped him say, Okay, you're right. I said, Look, I know. Know this is stressful. Right. I know it's no fun to be on the market when everyone else is selling and yours is taking longer. Yeah. And you know, but let's work this out. But it just helped to remind him that, like, if I, if he would have gone into this thinking I'm going to get full price and right. not have to pay closing costs because it's a seller's market, but setting those expectations mm-hmm. brought the value. Right. And he really appreciated the honesty, even though maybe it wasn't what he wanted to hear. Well, yes. Honesty is so important. Yeah. Um, I also, this is off topic a little bit, goes along with that. I read this article recently that said 50%, and I don't remember, it was maybe his last, you know, the beginning of 2021 or what time period they were looking at, 50% of listings sold in the first seven days. Okay. Like the hot seller's market. Yeah. I'm like, that's only half. Right. What that's about the other half? So like, I know we're all like, whoa, seller's market. I'm like, ha- literally yeah. half the listings did not sell immediately when they went on the market. Yes. You're you're focused on the half that did, but half of them did not. Mm. So I, That's a good point. I mean, it's really difficult to um, weed through negative, positive 
whatever kind of media messages that kind of plays into this. Because your clients are getting messages from their neighbors, from the media, from maybe they talk to other agents, from Facebook group, whatever, from Nextdoor app, mm-hmm. like all the things. And and they think everything they hear is true. Yes. And then you have to come in there with data and say, listen, this mm-hmm. is what you have to prepare for. Hello, friends. We are so excited that so many of you are using the template course and the reviews are just pouring in, letting us know that it has helped your business as much as it has helped our business. Yes. Listen to this review. Thank you so much for providing this wealth of information, knowledge, and template form. So far, I've used a handful and received positive feedback like, this is so professional, or I really appreciate how organized you are. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. Your clients are actually going to say that. Yes. All right. Here's another one. Thank you so much for this. I can't tell you how many times I've started this and how many notebooks of samples and notes I had. (laughs) I have ADHD and it is super hard to stay focused on getting it done. Having it all in one place is going to make it so nice. That is what we're here for. No, just look, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Just use these. Yeah. Nice and simple, easy, ready to go, ready for you to put your own logo on, make it sound like you. So head over to hustle humbly podcast.com slash course slash course and check it out that's right and you're gonna enjoy them you're gonna love them you're gonna, it's gonna it. change your life literally fired <laughs> my assistant they are the best okay, enjoy friends. the template yes enjoy i have a listing right now that was on the market for six months with another agent they needed to do some staging stuff and they they hadn't and it didn't sell he said they had five showings this was in early March when he contacted me. You know, I told him, you got to paint this, do this, do this maintenance, change your carpet, blah, blah, blah. Like, do all this stuff. We have to and do all did. this stuff. he did. I saw the pictures. He did. It looks way better. We have had, and so we relisted it probably like a month ago. Okay. And we've had like 13-ish showings. Wow. And an offer that he couldn't make work, but okay. he should have. But yeah. anyway, um, we but are you ha- did your job. I did my job. We're having activity. And I still have to say to him... This is the data for your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Whether you, because he because he keeps saying, I hear it's a seller's market. Yeah, I'm like, I said, well, the market has already told you that your home is not desirable because nobody came and nobody made an offer the first time. Right. So we're doing we're making progress here. People are coming. I'm like, but here's the data for your neighborhood. Nobody was buying anything in the neighborhood. Right. There were six or seven listings. Nothing had even sold in the last six months. Mm. So. The data is important. It is. Yeah, I mean, you just can't let people run wild with their own messages. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's our next um, message from Tara. Okay. Are you ready? I was wondering if you guys could maybe touch on the topic of dealing with negative reactions and comments on Facebook or other online ads for your listings. What's the best way to handle these? Currently getting a lot of trolls. <laughs> I have combated some by responding very positively, even turn one into a good lead. Oh, good. But I have a few others who have been vulgar, and I'm not sure how to approach that. What on earth would make <laughs> someone be vulgar about your, a kitchen? On your listing, yeah, right? They, like, oh, they love to say, what do they this, say? This, 300000 for this house this is crazy or like they, um, everyone has an opinion and when you- I always cringe a little bit when agents play guess that price oh yeah because I'm like oh no you don't because it's like a $500,000 house and people are like 
315. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. no. I know. So (laughs) here's the thing, Tara, especially with Facebook ads, because the general public is seeing that. And I don't know why these people on their keyboard have the time to type these comments. But if it's vulgar, I would 100% delete and block them. Yes. You don't need that in your life. You don't. No. If it's just like a negative comment about the neighborhood or the price or the house, I mean... I guess what do you do you? Yeah, I, I think ad. what she did by responding with kindness by saying, "Oh, I know you may not like the location, but did you know about the park? Yeah, or that's did you good. know about this around the corner?" Kind of educating them on. Well, it also gives why. you an opportunity to speak positively about the listing. Yeah, but if it's just over the top, I would say delete it, delete and block. It's your you ad. It's it. your ad. It's mm-hmm. your life. It's your social media. It's your listing. You do whatever you feel comfortable with. Yeah, but also don't. I know it's, we've gotten weird comments on ours before, too. Yeah, we've had some, nothing really vulgar, just some weird things. We, I mean, there are a bunch of weird people. I'm surprised we haven't gotten more. Like, weird comments? Mm-hmm. I know. Thank you all for being so yeah. kind. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to do that. Um, okay, well, while we're on Facebook, how do you deal with negative realtors in Facebook groups, Alyssa? If they're in my office, I message them directly. I love, I love that. <laughs> Listen, what do you tell them? So, especially if they're like a new agent or whatever. But if there's an agent that is associated with my company, not my company, the company I work for. Right. I don't want to work with people that give us a bad name. Yeah, you're like, I got to snip so this So, I'll message them privately and say, hey, I saw your comment in the public group. Yeah. If you're struggling with something, why don't you keep it in our personal office page just so we can kind of keep the negativity zoned in and we can get help from the inside without having to put it out there to the masses. Right. I always want to make sure that our agents are coming off as super positive in the ones that you want to work with. Right. And that's not to say like... How do they respond? Oh, that's a good point. Never even thought about that. Thanks, usually. Got it. Or, oh, yeah, good point. Okay. Something like that. Right. But um, I don't have to do it very often. I have done it, but yeah. I... I, it's it's been a while. I feel like our private office group, and it's it's not negative either. But I feel like it's better to go to it's a your safer zone. It's a safer zone. Yeah. You're not putting it out there to people you don't know. Right. We can give you genuine advice because we know you and we care <laughs> right. about you. We want you to do well. Going to the general public as a ranting page, even if it's just a realtor group. It's like, well, I don't really want to work with that person. Uh, right. That's how it's I feel. It's basically adding to your resume. Or also, like, if this person's really stressed out about a chimney. Right. How are they going to handle anything else? I'm very you know? Like, I think it just shows that it shows how you handle things. It, for sure. And if you're always venting or stressed or. Right. Well, I, it, it is hilarious because as veterans now in the business, our local Facebook group, one of the, it was just started by a random agent. It's yeah. not run by our board, but there are like 1,800 people in it. When the new agents show up and start making these posts that oh, I'm man. like, oh, bless. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not okay. You don't, that's just Some not a good Some of the look. ones recently, we have one last week okay. that were like, they were ranting, I'm a new agent, I'm 22, and I'm this. I messaged him privately and was like, Hey, you need to listen to the Hustle Humbly Stop podcast. It. I 
love it. Uh, but I was. I messaged it to a few people that were asking for they're like advice yeah. on certain things. I'm like, hey, go check out this episode. You're you're the best. You know. I like that you're making it you're like one person at a time. I'm yeah. gonna help you. <laughs> yeah. All right, now let's so the the local group, you're right, has their levels there because you're learning as a local agent how people behave. Right. And you're like, woof, I don't I'm gonna be mindful of that. Yes. Right. Now, in these national oh, groups, man. oh, there are some that I just have to turn off or jump out of or whatever mm-hmm. because they're always negative. And there's 24,000 realtors in there just belly aching and complaining. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, like, how does this help anybody? It doesn't. And then I'm in, like, gr- big groups that are national that are positive. Like, they're... You don't have to be negative right. to get through this business. You don't have to put all your dirty laundry out there for mm-hmm. everyone to hear. I think that that's just a personality thing. And then it feeds, negativity feeds on each other, right? Right. So if if you're in a Facebook group with realtors or not, that you don't enjoy reading the post, just get out. Get out. Yeah. Just jump on Leave. out. It, it's not doing you any good. And people are like, oh, I want the referrals. I'm like, from those people? Right. I'll pass. No, thank you. No, thank you. You're not getting them. Right. How many referrals? How many did you get last now, year? if you're in a second home market, maybe you get a lot of referrals. But where we are, you get, what, a few? One, two? How know. many do you get in a year? An out-of-state referral? Zero? There you go. And you're doing a lot of <laughs> transactions. Okay. Maybe one or two, but not last year. Well, there you go. It's funny because I had a lender. We were talking about our realtor groups and how sometimes they can get out of hand. And he goes, you don't want to know what is said about realtors in the private lender groups. Oof. And it just right. goes to show that... It goes back to how are we presenting ourselves, Yeah, not just to our clients, but to lenders. Everyone that you come in contact Everyone. with. Everyone. Everyone. Yes. Inspector. Are you photographer. So I have to, I screenshotted this because I wanted to read it. So every time an appraiser goes to one of my listings, mm-hmm. I e- send them the appraiser template yeah. email. Thank you for right. going you, to my listing. Honey. Always with the honey. <laughs> yes. Um, Please let me know if you need anything. We will not be in your way. Yes. All the, there is no pets. You're good to go. The alarm is off. Whatever the case may be. Um, I And then I say, this home had multiple offers mm-hmm. or I have attached an update list And he emailed me back, and this was not an appraiser that I had ever known before. And he said, thank you for the info. It is helpful. Not many agents take the time to reach out with this much information. Yeah. Ta-da. It's so easy. I mean, but it goes to show that lenders are having a problem with us. The public can have a problem with us. Appraiser, everything. Well, So bring your value to each person. Bring your value. And you know why? It's because no one is following behind you. You're not going to get fired. You don't. You're. You don't have a boss the way. You know. You, you have to hold yourself accountable. Yes, nobody you else is there. You have to hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What about how do you handle negative agents like day to day, like in your agent interactions? If you're in a co-op deal with someone, or so I've kind of been evaluating myself lately even because okay. you know I'm like please don't call me so much <laughs> you're like I don't want to talk to but you. I don't want that to come off as rude and unhelpful but I know that it can you're dry and to the point I am in your business and I don't mean to be but I I have had to do some self-evaluating on 
Like, okay, maybe I could be more helpful, but at some point it's also doing your job. I'm not going to do your job. I'm not going to do your Mm -hmm. job. And if you need something, it can wait. Like, it's more, I don't really, like, during the day, I do answer my phone. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not going to answer the phone at night. Right. Maybe that comes off as, like, I almost get a little bit sad when I see people leave reviews on other people that are like, she was wonderful. We, she we answered her, her at two in the morning. And she answered. <laughs> she she responded to my email at one a.m. And I'm like, Ooh, that's not okay. I'm like, can we not praise this? And so I, well, hey, as a member of the general public, <laughs> I would also be like, yeah, my doctor responded to me at two in the morning. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so great. But it so it kind of has made me step back and say. I do want to be known as, like, the friendly, over, like, helpful and all of that. But at the same time, it's important to treat it as a bound, as a profession and have your boundaries and all of that. So it's a fine line. So I feel like if you work with me, for example, we will get everything done. It should go pretty seamlessly. Yep. I may not answer your call all the time. Right. I'm probably not going to get the award for being like the kindest, you're, most You're not going to be like touchy-feely. No, but it's going to be a great <laughs> transaction. It's going to close. It's going to be really professional. I love it. There's nothing wrong with that. But I have had to, I can't sit here and say that I'm just. Because you know me, I'm super fluffy. Yeah. So, and I think, I think we've talked about even Whitney here assistant is like yeah. really, really, really like fluffy. super kind yes. and like just very friendly and yes. bubbly. Over, yeah. Over the top bubbly. That's good. That's fine. Um I always end my email with a have a great day. Yeah. Like it you know, I just it it pains me to end like if we're in the middle of a back and forth email train, I look, I'm like, this is weird for me to keep saying have a great day. Yeah. But part of me is like I, I have to say something really nice at the end because like it'll drive me crazy. Um, I think if you're dealing with a negative agent, yes, or any agent, killing them with kindness is always key. Mm-hmm. You and I have talked about this before on the show. Um, if I have an agent who is just everything is horrible, my life is the end of the. We are always trying to be so nice that by the end they love us. That now we're friendly. Like, it's almost a challenge to get them to be nice to you, right? Right. So you just keep on being nice. You swallow your pride if they're just being hurtful and, and negative and miserable, and you just keep being nice. And I promise you, you will sleep better at night. So I had an inspection this week, okay. and um, I I always email the agent right before I leave the house to avoid the later how did it go right. text. So I just said um, we're leaving. The inspector said the roof was actually in really bad condition. I'm going to have my roofer come out. My roofer came out and said, "Hey, it's like at the end of its life. Right. I'm not, you know, it looks like there's definitely some damage." And she just started texting me. Well, the roof looked really good to me. It's only ten years old, and I said. Well, the inspector and the roofing company both said it's at the end of its life. Oh, well, my sellers are not replacing the roof. I'm just letting you know. We have clients lined up to do this, two of which were going to make an offer but missed out. I just don't want you to waste your client's time if you feel like it's not the one for them. I said, your clients may want to get a roofer out there for themselves if they don't uh, if they don't believe the reports that we are getting. Yeah. And she said, and then like th- two hours later, she said, I have XYZ company going over there tomorrow. Oh God, I said, great, great. Um, and then she, I, I said, great, thank you. And then she said, I have seen a lot of roofs in my 17 years as an agent. I am not a roofer, but these shingles look almost new to me. I said, yes, it's a very clean roof, but apparently the granule loss is very high. 
And then she said, the granule loss shows a thin shingle. Those shingles look very thick to me. I said, <laughs> oh, okay. you're like, whoa. Uh, finally, I said, look, I'm not trying to argue either way. I hope that there is life left in the roof. My clients are devastated. They love the house. It's a big expense. Can we just see what the roofer says tomorrow? Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not arguing with you. I'm not. This is just I'm a I'm just fact. the messenger. This is just a, just fact. a fact. And guess what? Their roofer said, this roof is at the end of its life. I was kind of anxious, like, waiting. Like, right. how can they say any different? Yeah. And I think sometimes agents uh, get so caught up in fighting for their clients. Yeah. That they decline to look Reason. at the facts. Yeah. It's just the facts, ma'am. Yeah. This is not my opinion of the roof. I'm just a messenger of the right, facts. Right. And so there's, uh, don't get upset at me. I, I'm upset. But also, you hadn't submitted a request for anything yet. No. <laughs> so, like, why are we arguing about this at all? Right. Like, can we just... Everyone agree that we Calm understand. down. <laughs> but anyway, after I said that, she immediately was like, oh, ha ha, smiley face. I'm not trying to argue, just thinking out loud. And like, then don't. All these things. And I'm like, you were though, but I'm not going to argue with you. It's you fine. Know? Like, she's like, don't call me out for arguing. Right. right. I, I will not be, I will not stand for that. And it's like, I know it was upsetting news, but I think being able to just like work it out yeah, and well, do what you need to right. do. I do have a lot of fun, though, killing, like, the ornery agents. Oh, yeah. Like, when they're really angry and uptight, I really try my best to just be overly... That's when my real fluffiness comes out. You're like, I'm going to take it to the extreme. Yeah, I get extra fluffy. Because then it is just like a... A game. Yeah, it's a game. It is. And it's funny to me. Right, because also, I'm not going to let you affect me. No. Keep trying. Yep. I'm going to be nice, think... Look, and I think that's why when I do flip the switch and have to go into, like, mean mode, people are like, what? I know. I'm like, no. <laughs> Look, there is a limit. There is always a limit. And then I'm going to be like, nope. When you flip the switch and have to go to, like, strict mode, I flip the switch and, and have to like, go to fluffy mode. I'm going to be as fluffy as I can be. Be like, you will not hear me be negative. We're uh, different. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> um, okay. Would you like to hear 10 ways to reduce negativity in your life? Yeah. I found this great, I'm going to go find it because I, I found it um, online and it was from the Facebook, it said Fresh Minds Matter Facebook. I don't know what that is. 10 ways to reduce negativity in your life. Okay. Because we always like to have practical yeah. tips to go with this. Sure. One, don't take other people's negativity seriously. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two, spend more time with positive people. Great. Love it. Three, be the positivity you want to see in the world. I love that. Love it. Four, change the way you think. Five, focus on solutions. Mm-hmm. Six, love whoever is around to be loved. Love whoever is, is okay, it, like anyone, whoever's yeah, there. Right, whoever's yeah. there, just, you know. That's seven, your person. show you care. Eight, accept that life has its ups and downs. Okay. Okay, nine, be in the present. And ten, let go and move on. Great. That's my favorite. Let it go. Yeah, it's fine. Move on. Mm-hmm. You're, it's just what it is. Uh, okay. I do think too many agents like this roof situation. <laughs> right. They get stuck on this can't be. This can't be. And guess what? It is. It is. It, it, sometimes I you have to just you accept. I understand you expecting that. Right. And that is hard to handle. We have to accept things and find a way well, to d- you know, to solve the problem. We have to problem solve. Well, we've got to problem solve. We can't solve. just wish it away. We have to work together to problem solve. You know, yeah, I, I completely agree. What can we do to get through this? Yeah. We don't, 
yelling about it isn't fixing nope. anything. Mm-mm. Like, what are we going to do? But I think sometimes, like they say, everyone is fighting a battle that you don't know about. Mm-hmm. And maybe that agent has 10 transactions that are going sideways. Right. At, you know, and you're just like the cherry and on the top. And this was a, like, texting chain that I couldn't get to stop. You're like, like I just don't want to talk about sometimes, it. Sometimes. And I had even said, like, hey, do you have a minute to talk? Because like, I thought, this needs to not We'll be. just discuss it. Yeah, because I feel like I'm judging uh, you and you're judging me because it's all texting and we're losing right. how we're really feeling about it. You know, we all want the Agreed. same thing. We all want the same thing. Um, do you want to hear some, we'll go back to the new new agents. Do you want to hear some interesting stats about new agents? Yeah. Okay. Um, the National Association of Realtors gained a record. 80,000 members in 2020. New agents. New agents. <laughs> 80,000 80, new, new agents. Let's see how much that is like per state. If we have... Do the math. Um, a robust housing market and record unemployment pushed professionals to join the real estate industry. They're like, oh, housing's good. Yeah, great. It's pretty easy to get a license. Sure. I'll, maybe I lost my other job. Mm-hmm. Let's give that a go. Uh, yep, that's correct. And so now the association, NAR, <laughs> membership grew to 1.48 million at the end of 2020. Oh, so my gosh. So there are 1.48 million realtors, okay? Holy moly. There are over 2 million real estate agents, you know, because there is a difference. Yes. But there are 1.48 million realtors, up from 1.4 at the end of 2019. Okay. Wow. Um, all right, let's see what else we've got going on here. Reflecting the influx of new agents, the typical NAR member in 2020 had eight years of experience, down from nine the year before. Cause see, so now, the average is going down with the amount of new people. Right. Listen to this. Nearly a fourth of members had less than a year of experience. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. And 79% said they plan to stay in the industry for at least two or more years. Okay. Sure, everyone plans to, right? Sure. Sure. Um, so Why that, would you get in it if that wasn't the plan? I, well, I know, right? Um, okay, so the majority of NAR members are licensed sales agents, so, you know, just a regular sales agent, 68%, while the remaining members are either licensed brokers, 20%, or broker associates, 14%. Yep, that's right. 73% of realtors are in residential real estate. Okay. Okay. Now, this is where... Things get very interesting. Hmm. The median gross income for NAR members declined 12.8% year over year. That's a big decline. Yeah, to 43,330. The realtors with the most experience, so greater than 16 years, had a median gross income of 75,000, while nearly 60% of realtors with less, wait, with the least experience, less than two years, I don't want to say it. Oh, no. 11,000. Had a median gross income of 10000 or less. Oh, man. Whoa, so man. So maybe one or two sales. Right. In addition to declining gross incomes, 60% of NAR members said the continuing inventory crisis also resulted in reduced sales volume. Mm-hmm. So they've gone down to $2.1 million in volume versus two point three, And fewer transactions, down to 10 from 12. So like the... We're not selling as many houses because there's not as many houses to sell. Well, and, yeah. And there's so many agents. So many. That's That's a lot of competition. Right. Okay. Difficulty in finding the right right property, housing affordability, and difficulty in obtaining mortgage finance were also issues with transaction volume. I know. It's 
pretty crazy. Mm. And they like break it all down into who's making, you know, what percentages. Y'all can go find that article on Inman if you like. It was pretty recently, May 20th, 2021. Wow. Um, I just thought that was all very interesting because I think we need to try and, sh- whether you're a new agent or not, if you're new, learn. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being here. Yes. That means you're excited. trying. Yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. You're ahead of the game already. If you are a veteran or have been in the business more than three years and have done some transactions and are here, don't. Don't be negative about the new agents. Help them. Help them. Yes. Help them. I feel like the ones that are here are the good ones. I do too. So y'all, and I think help. it's awesome that you're a veteran, seasoned agent yeah. and are still listening to podcasts. I love to learn. Don't you love to learn? I don't know. You don't. Okay, that's fine. You, <laughs> you love, love to a teach. good class. I do love a class. But you know what? I think. Well, there's just like there's always something changing. There's always something you could do better. There's always something that will make your life easier. I think anyway. Yeah. Okay. I do like to learn. Here's I don't love classes. Do you like Miley Cyrus? I don't know. I don't care one way or the other. But here's a <laughs> quote from Miley. You can't live a positive life with a negative mind. True. <laughs> you can't. How about this one from Shirley MacLaine? Dwelling on the negative simply contributes to its power. Hmm. Right? Yes. Okay. And this one oh, is... Let me go find one. Oh, you find one. Fine. Here's from an anonymous quote. Every time you subtract negative from your life, you make room for more positive. Oh. Always. That is good. I mean, I... Okay, here's one I liked. Let me hear it. I read it the other day and I screenshotted it. Perfect. I started to be free when I discovered that the cage was made of thoughts. (laughs) Whoa, that's so good. Yep. That's really good. Yeah, I like that. I mean, your mind is this should be like the sacred holy ground to you where you fill it with all of the best stuff. Mm-hmm. So just don't focus on that negativity. Yeah. And um, again, that's easier said than done. I know. Especially I, when there's I, a lot it's of it. daily. And like right now I'm tired a lot because I'm not <laughs> Are you a baby? <laughs> and it's like th- uh, to keep the positivity train going, that's you hard. know, it's like... You do have to put forth effort sometimes. It is not always easy. And it's okay to have your moments. Um, But I think, like it said, having those people that you can call. Mm -hmm. Knowing who not to call. Yes. Like sometimes calling the venting friend will only fuel the flame of problems. We need to move on. Finding the podcast. Finding the happy music. Mm -hmm. Find it. Watch what you're watching on TV. I, I was like watching a series that was just really sad. And then it's like you feel sad, and, and you're, you're like, like, "Why, why am I, I doing this?" Sad? I, I don't. Oh, know. it's that series, you know. But what, what you put in, <laughs> what you put in, really does it affect does you. It does affect you. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you focus on multiplies. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to focus on negativity, that's what you're going to get. Right. More of that. Um, I just think the most important part of all of this is to like bless it and let it go. Yes. Because if your mom or dad or cousin wants to say realtors suck and are used car salesmen, <laughs> then, and you're not going to change their mind, yep. you just say, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm excited about this. The end. Yeah. Like I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to be good. Right. And be professional and be better than that. Mm-hmm. The end. Perfect. And if you have to fire a client, you fire a client. Yeah. Or if you don't get the listing because you were honest, be happy. Yeah. Those are the clients that are the worst. Yes. You dodged a bullet there. If you had to convince them about your commission, about your advice, about the price, about getting it ready for sale. If you had to convince the buyer that, you know, they need to make better offers, I promise you, you won't know because they'll have ditched you and you'll feel bad. Mm-hmm. It would have been worse. Right. I promise. It would have been worse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, 
We need a toast. Oh, good. Do you have anything else for us? I think that the biggest thing that I always come back to that helps me is perspective. Yeah. And it's actually a coping mechanism, but to actually think, like, why are you getting so upset about a roof or a leaky toilet or whatever the case may be? Yeah. This is not worthy of getting actually upset over. Mm -hmm. It's just a puzzle that needs to be solved, not something that's supposed to emotionally drain you. You know, agree. Agree. So just keeping things into perspective of what's really important and how much energy does Mm -hmm. this need to be given. Agree. Are you ready to toast? Yeah. Awesome. Okay, this toast comes to us from Shannon Vilmet. Okay. I'm going to go with that. Shannon wants to toast to Tracy Blackwell, and this is what she said. As a new agent, I had been anxious about marketing. I cannot tell you how much more confident I feel about beginning this career since listening to your podcast. I am 100% willing to do the work. This is perfect. Willing to do the work. And I know that I can be successful if the secret is real relationships with people, reliable agent systems, and for me to do the job well. This is all perfect. If that's the secret, then she'll do just fine. She's going to do fine. I would also like to suggest a toast to Tracy Blackwell, who, although she has her own very successful and busy business took the time to have lunch with me a new licensee and to introduce me to your content great oh my god wonderful i didn't even know it was gonna be that good (laughs) oh thank you shannon that was perfect that was we want to toast to tracy because she took time out of her busy schedule and pointed that new agent in the right direction facebook message those trolls out there you need some hustle humbly you need it in your life (laughs) you need it okay so cheers to shannon and to tracy y'all are amazing that was great that was so good okay bye friends goodbye goodbye thank you so much for tuning in to the hustle humbly podcast let us know who we should toast to for the next episode be sure to follow us on facebook and instagram at hustle humbly podcast if you have an episode topic or question please email us at hustle humbly podcast at gmail.com be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review see you next week bye this is the good life